0: Yes. Live mic. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com bringing it to you again this week looking at the Steelers' next opponent, of course, being the Oakland Raiders at the Heinz Field home opener for your Pittsburgh Steelers. We sit here at 1-0 and we are looking to advance, uh, to become 2-0 in uh, back-to-back seasons here. The Steelers can uh, claim Claim the victory against the Oakland Raiders. Today's podcast will feature exactly why the Pittsburgh Steelers will be victorious on Sunday, getting the job done, and uh, moving on to 2-0 and in this early, early NFL season. First and foremost, the Raiders are nowhere near the challenge uh, that uh, the Buffalo Bills presented them. And yes, I know uh, everything that has to be said about trap games and how often Steelers play down to their opponents, but typically those home opening games, the Steelers will take care of business, especially against teams that are inferior to them. They, they end up more often than not winning those games um, just based off the pure adrenaline that the uh, the crowd at Heinz Field uh, gives to the squad and really this will be the first sold out game that uh, the Steelers have played in at Heinz Field since the 2019 season. It's hard to believe it's been that long since uh, the stadium has been rocking at Heinz Field and a number of Pittsburgh Steelers will be playing their very first game in front of a crowd at Heinz Field not just the uh, the 2021 guys that uh, came in but uh, the 2020 group uh, the draft class Derek Watt, Eric Ebron all of those guys the Pittsburgh Steelers brought in a year ago and uh, well since the start of the pandemic all those guys will be playing in their first game in front of a sold out uh, crowd since then which is again hard to believe but the juice that the Steelers fans bring to each and every one of those games is going to be a huge reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers will be successful in this game. Having that crowd behind them and having this defense, this unbelievable defense with that amount of noise around them, I think Heinz is going to prove to be a deadly combo for any opponent that comes in and teams will not score much against the pittsburgh steelers Uh, the combination of of the noise how loud it gets the deafening atmosphere and the steelers defense which absolutely had their way with the buffalo bills it is just a recipe for disaster if you are the opposition which is something oh so sweet if you're the pittsburgh steelers across the board the steelers Defensively dominated uh, the Buffalo Bills and a team like the Raiders who are more than obviously a tier below that uh, the Steelers should have no problem against on paper. Uh, we should say that once again, the Steelers should shouldn't have an issue with uh, going up against these Oakland Raiders. Starting on the defensive line, we saw those edge rushers in T.J. Watt, Melvin Ingram, and Alex Highsmith absolutely blow up plays for the Buffalo Bills. The Steelers sent only one true blitz that entire game they're able to do that because how talented those edge rushers and really interior guys are at getting home to the passer allowing more people in coverage which just makes things so much more difficult for opposing quarterbacks and the Raiders offensive line is not on the level uh, that we saw from the Buffalo Bills the Bills line did struggle to a degree uh, against the Steelers but that's because the Steelers defense is that dang talented those three guys that I mentioned a little bit ago, those edge rushers are going to have uh, an absolute uh, hellacious day for themselves Uh, giving uh, Derek Carr and company fits, living in that backfield, I think it's going to be a very exciting game for uh, those edge rushers once again, and Again, the Steelers are definitely going to be able to hold back on those blitzes uh, until later points in the season because simply they just don't need them with the amount of talent they have off the edge and the amount of rest that uh, having three great edge rushers gives you, uh, we saw the Steelers rotate those three edge guys. Uh, It didn't matter if it was Watt, Highsmith, or Ingram. They all pretty much got the same amount of snaps uh, and they were very, very successful at it. Kicking things into the defensive line, Cam Hayward looked like a man on a mission against the Buffalo Bills, swatting passes, getting sacks, forcing and recovering fumbles. You name it, Cam Hayward did it in that game. He was Mr. Everything. He put together a great game for himself, and there's no reason to expect uh, the Steelers' defensive captain to slow down. Uh, beside him was Tyson Alualu, who also put together a nice little game for himself, and then the other defensive lineman, uh, depending on the rotation, uh, was a was a number of guys. But uh, with Stefan Tuitt still out of the lineup for at least two more weeks, uh, including this Raiders game, included in that. Uh, It's really hard to uh, say uh, who will be the primary guy in the rotation. Steelers uh, obviously like their depth along the defensive line. Uh, Once again, once it gets healthy, though, oh boy, watch out for this front seven, which is already unbelievably talented. Uh, The linebackers, I think, are also a huge factor in this game, why the the Raiders uh, should be held at bay a bit. Of course, you know how talented Darren Waller are, but the combination of Devin Bush and Joe Schobert roaming the middle of the field, uh, two guys that excel, uh, stopping the pass and uh, getting up in the run game, volume tackle type guys, the two of them, I think uh, those guys collectively should be able to slow Darren Waller. That and the combination of Terrell Edmonds, who in recent years has been a tight end eraser I, I think those three guys are the big key to stuffing the giant tight end who's proving to be one of the most uh, the most dominant tight ends in football. That's with Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, all those guys included. Uh, Darren Waller is a beast. He is going to kind of be that uh, Stefan Diggs matchup that the Steelers need to slow the guy down this week. And I think they have the personnel to do so in Schobert, Bush, and Edmonds. Looking at the rest of the Steelers' secondary, um, we know how good they were against the Buffalo Bills. Trey Norwood has allowed Minka Fitzpatrick to roam around the defense more, and with his ability to do that, uh, quarterbacks that have worse decision-making are probably going to throw some uh, some costly interceptions, especially with Minka, all over the field a little bit more, and teams can't just sit back and assume he's going to be covering that deep third or wherever he traditionally is, he's going to be all over the field now. Uh, Derek Carr, once again, is a tier below Josh Allen, but still a good quarterback. Uh, I don't necessarily assume he's going to be making any of those mistakes, but the likelihood of it happening is a lot higher than it was a week ago in Buffalo. Uh, We also saw Joe Hayden, Cam Sutton and James Pierre put together really nice games for themselves uh, against the Bills. Uh, Cam Sutton specifically who uh, was the target, the obvious game plan target for the Buffalo Bills. I kind of anticipate that continuing until uh, Cam Sutton strings a couple more of, of the games that he put together against the Bills on tape. What Sutton did against Buffalo, if he can do that against the Raiders again, all of a sudden teams are going to start scrambling, saying we cannot target that Sutton guy because he was great on that game all over the field, knocking passes down, making tackles for loss. Sutton was that dude. And if he can do it again, teams are going to uh, try to start avoiding Cam instead of uh, throwing the ball in his direction. One last thing defensively that we should uh, bring up, uh, this also should be the Steelers debut for Akilah Wither spoon who was a healthy scratch after his trade from the seattle seahawks uh the, the big corner don't really anticipate uh him getting into the starting lineup but uh, proving uh, some pretty good uh, depth there at the corner spot of course we didn't see justin lane play at all i uh, got a feeling he may uh, kind of take over that roster spot from lane uh perhaps uh, lane could find himself on the steelers practice squad uh, perhaps he might find himself out of the nfl but uh, that's one name to uh, watch out for and the Steelers lineup. Another name is former Oakland Raider Carl Joseph Uh, Of course, Joseph was a first-round pick of the Raiders, I believe it was 2018 when they made the pick for him, Uh, then going to Cleveland a year ago. He's been a very good safety option. He will prove to be safety depth for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Uh, someone behind Terrell Edmonds and Mika Fitzpatrick, kind of allowing the defense to do a little bit uh, more, uh, perhaps if they want to stick another safety out on the field. uh, They will have that option with Joseph, who could also play the special teams roles for them. But uh, Carl Joseph, of course, being a, a former Raider, Going back to the Raiders this offseason before, I I believe a a requested cut was uh, completed by the team. Uh, All of a sudden, uh, he might have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. And uh, anytime you have guys like that, it tends to bode very, very well uh, if you are the the team acquiring that player. So Witherspoon and Joseph are names to watch uh, on the wire to see if they get onto the Steelers' uh, 53-man roster and uh, shortly thereafter making it on. On the game day roster. So that kind of wraps things up from the defense, which I think once again will be uh, absolutely dominating. And honestly, this is a defense that I think is going to play even better. Believe it or not, better than they did against the Buffalo Bills, which is damn near a perfect defensive effort out of this group. Uh, I I think they'll play better against the Oakland Raiders in front of these fans. They will fly around on the ball. They will crack heads. I think they'll force more turnovers and uh, live in that Raiders backfield. This is a big game for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Uh, playing in front of the, the crowd at Heinz Field for the first time since 2019. It will be a big one. It should be exciting. And this team will be juiced up for it. Trust me, I cannot wait, and you should be as excited for it as, uh, as I am. Uh, the second half of the show, we'll look at the offense and why they will find success against the Oakland Raiders' defense. And perhaps we'll also look at, uh, into a, a reason or two why the Raiders could sneak out of Heinz Field with a victory, no matter how uh, improbable that feels right now at this moment. Uh, but uh, it's all things that uh, we need to take a look at. So, so hang tough, stay tuned, and we'll be back with more Live Mike in just a moment. So, and for the second half of the show. Once again, my name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor of steelcurring.com. First half of the show, we looked into a bunch of reasons why the Steelers' defense will be dominating, once again, against the Oakland Raiders. Uh, this half, we will focus, uh, shift our focus, I should say, towards the offensive side of the football and exactly why the Pittsburgh Steelers will uh, put up uh, a better effort and come away victorious uh, through their offense when they take on... On the Oakland Raiders on Sunday. Uh, one of the big things that uh, we saw against the Buffalo Bills was uh, kind of a, a conservative start to the game where I think the Steelers were really trying to just figure out their own identity. Of course, that's usually a multi-week thing to figure out what you are on offense. But in this game, I think the Steelers kind of figured out what they, what they really are. And it's more of a big play, kind of splash play type offense. Uh, they're quite kind of capable of ripping off those 25-yard chunk plays downfield just because they are just too big and too athletic for other teams. Uh, I think once they get any of their receivers or tight ends uh, past the uh, the initial wave of the defense and get them into those zones of the of the safeties, they are just too physical, too big, too athletic to uh, not come down with plays. I think this is kind of the team we're looking at, uh, kind of a, a big chunk play type team and one that's uh, Really has to kind of figure out what they are when it comes to running the football. Still, but the Oakland Raiders are definitely going to be a, a step back in terms of uh, defensive talent when it comes to uh, this matchup. And really, the Raiders, of course, at the time of recording, have not yet uh, made their opening debut game against the Baltimore Ravens. But uh, we will see a little bit of what this front is going to be like against uh, Baltimore, and some of the answers will be in that key. But uh, the Raiders have done a pretty poor job of drafting and developing since John Gruden uh, kind of took over the reins of the Oakland Raiders Uh, they're kind of small and undersized along their defensive line and uh, I think this is one where the Steelers offensive line should be able to kind of uh, get a rhythm going start pushing some guys downfield, get off their blocks to the second level, and allow Najee Harris to have a better game for himself. Yeah, Harris struggled a bit against the Buffalo Bills, but really, uh, I would say that's more of a credit to uh, the Steelers' offensive line struggling in that uh, kind of... Uh, That version of the game uh, they struggled uh, to push guys off the line of scrimmage Uh, perhaps that one could change this week, Uh, the Steelers desperately need Zach Banner to get healthy uh, one of their road graders uh, at the tackle position, I think he would uh, instantly help out this team whenever he gets in the lineup, but it won't be against the Oakland Raiders, so the Steelers will need to be a little more creative and uh, get Najee Harris uh, into some better space against the Raiders and one of the things I think they need to do is still get him his touches, Uh, Ben Roethlisberger struggled to get Najee Harris the ball through the air which was odd enough because those were those uh, short kind of turnaround type routes um, where Harris was no more than 7 yards away, total yards like line, you put either guy on a a rope and that's 7 yards apart and for whatever reason, Roethlisberger was missing him. Those were really his only inaccurate throws of uh, the game against the Bills. Uh, was uh, Harris uh, just for whatever reason that connection wasn't going, the Steelers need to get that one uh, figured out because I think that's a good way to kind of get uh, a talent like Harris. The ball is uh, kind of that underneath a uh, dump, uh, dump off, check down type stuff. Uh, and I think that's something they're definitely going to work on and something they should be more successful with against the Oakland Raiders. Another thing that I want to point out is Ben Roethlisberger's receivers. Um, Once again, this is going to be one of those matchups where the Steelers just outsize their opponent. And really, this is something I think we'll talk about all season long, because we know how just gigantic this unit really is. From Chase Claypool on the outside, uh, measuring over six foot four. Uh, same goes for Eric Ebron, Pat Fryermuth. Uh, we know not uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is a shade above 6'2". two. Uh, really, just all these guys are big body players, uh, able to uh, kind of play above the rim, so to say, uh, and haul in those passes that. Uh, the average defensive back isn't going to be able to uh, climb the ladder and knock down. The Raiders also don't have any of those like freaky athlete type guys that are going to be jumping out the gym and making those kinds of plays anyway. So I'm not too worried about the Steelers missing out on those kind of throw it up uh, chunk plays. Uh, If this is kind of what the team's offensive identity is going to look like, I think they definitely find success in it in this game. Uh, Past the receivers, I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going to settle down a little bit, uh, have a quiet stadium around him, which I I think is uh, something that's important to Ben. Historically, Roethlisberger is a lot better playing at Heinz Field uh, for whatever reason Ben plays his best football in Pittsburgh or in the state of Ohio where uh, Ben has a that crazy winning record against the Browns and the Bengals but uh, outside of Pittsburgh Ben tends to struggle he struggled a little bit against the Bills but uh, I kind of anticipate uh, uh, having that uh, crowd behind him uh, not having to uh, battle the noise of, of a rowdy group being able to communicate with his guys is going to play exactly into Ben Roethlisberger's favor and it's something that the Steelers are going to uh, find some success in uh, just having the ability to uh, work the ball down the field and uh, be able to just make those audibles that we know Ben Roethlisberger likes to make. So I think this is going to be a, a big game uh, for Ben Roethlisberger. I think his stat line is going to be better than what we saw him uh, put up against the Buffalo Bills. And uh, Again, another reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers will be successful against the Oakland Raiders this Sunday. I know the way I'm talking, is it's really kind of shaping out to be uh, one of those games where you hope the Steelers win by multiple scores. And in my opinion, that's exactly the way it should go down. There's no reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers shouldn't win this one by at least 14 17 heck 20 points uh they should be uh the heavy favorites in this game they will be when those come down on those vegas odds and uh i think the steelers are one that uh, is kind of primed to uh beat up a raiders team that is right for the picking and uh it's one that i'm kind of excited for as a steelers fan like we all are here uh to uh, watch uh under the last facet of the game, I guess we should also talk about is the Steelers special teams. Um, after giving up that long kickoff uh, return to start the game against the Bills the Steelers special teams looked outstanding. Any game where your special teams can uh, put points on the boards your likelihood of winning shoots through the roof. Uh, so I kind of anticipate uh, obviously not another uh, special teams touchdown uh, to kind of uh, make a prediction like that. Back to back weeks would be uh, maybe a little bit ridiculous but uh, I could definitely see the Steelers special teams being dominant once again they've brought in so much talent uh, to kind of uh, round out their special teams groups, that they should uh, dominate teams in this facet of the game. Uh, Miles Killebrew is one of the best uh, special teams players in football, and he and he's the guy that blocked that punt. The Steelers brought him in for a reason, and it's already paying dividends. Derek Watt seems to be making special teams tackles each and every single one of the, these games, and is one of the reasons why he was elected the special teams captain for this team. Chris Boswell has been money in, uh, kicking field goals throughout the preseason and bringing that into the regular season, going five for five on all his kicks against Buffalo. Uh, if he can keep that effort up, the Steelers shouldn't have any problems against the Oakland Raiders. Oh, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. I can't believe I made that mistake. <laughs> um, but, uh, I guarantee you that's one you're going to hear from a lot of people, uh, up until uh, the the game's final whistle uh, the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Pittsburgh but uh I guess the the other guy we should bring up is young Presley Harvin III, the Steelers uh, rookie punter. He struggled at times against the Bills, but uh, still had a decent little debut for himself. If he can uh, shoot some bombs, I think that's another one of those weird factors you don't think about that will get the crowd at Heinz Field going. Steelers fans love this guy already. Uh, If he can knock some punts down outside uh, around the opponent five-yard line, I think the defense will jog out on the field with a raucous crowd because of how much they love presley harvin and how much they're ready to show appreciation for him so i think that's one of the factors that uh is one that won't get talked about but one that i'm kind of interested to see if uh, presley harvin booms a couple punts how steelers fans will react to it and i think it's going to be extremely positive to say the least flipping things over the other side uh, and a couple reasons why the Raiders could possibly sneak out a victory even though I think it would be very unlikely for them to, to do of course it is that kind of trap game an opponent the Steelers should definitely handle no problem I think if Darren Waller's kind of the big name to watch out for if the Steelers are unable to limit him, Waller's a guy. He He's one of those tight ends that could burn you for 250 yards and multiple touchdowns. I, I know that sounds like a ridiculous number, but he's that kind of talent. Uh, if you get him going, he might not uh, slow down. So uh, stuffing Darren Waller is one of the biggest keys there is to this game. Also, Josh Jacobs is still one of those premier running backs in the NFL uh, and one that doesn't really get enough credit. He is someone that uh, we definitely need to... Uh, keep a rein on uh that will also fall in this defensive front seven which really is a front seven that uh t- should uh, strike fear in the hearts of running backs and quarterbacks and not vice versa because of how talented they are outside of that uh I really don't see too many reasons uh, that the the Raiders can uh, sneak into Pittsburgh and sneak out with the victory. The only other thing I could see is if the Steelers just become a turnover mess. I I just cannot see it uh, with all these circumstances falling so nicely for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it is always something that uh, could possibly jump out and happen. Uh, So fingers crossed that it does not. With all those things being said, uh, what are some reasons why you think the Pittsburgh Steelers will win this game? Uh, You can tweet at me or behind the steel curtain my uh, Twitter handle is at Michael Beck 56. Uh, you can always tweet at Behind the Steel Curtain, which is at BT Steel Curtain. Both of us are verified, both those accounts, so you see the little check mark beside my name and the BTSC name, uh, which Jeff Hartman loves to remind me of, uh, that I have that check mark status. Whatever, it is what it is, Jeff. I'm sorry that uh, that uh, I, I got that check, and eh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But uh, anyway, uh, I also want to remind you to click over to behindthesteelcurtain.com, which has a ton of of great breakdown uh, and preview of this game against uh, the Oakland Raiders. Or, excuse me. I did it again. The Vegas Raiders coming up and uh, also great breakdown from what the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to do against the Buffalo Bills, including grades, uh, film room breakdowns, commentary, you name it. It is available at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So make sure you're clicking over the website. And lastly, make sure you're checking out the BTS family of podcasts wherever you're listening to uh, the live mic. Now, currently, you have access to to all 25 of our original podcast titles that go out each and every week yes that is right 25 original podcasts that are typically split up into uh, multiple segments available to you that is hours upon hours of pittsburgh steelers content whether you're listening in the car listening at work uh listening wherever uh, you may uh, in, like to enjoy listening to your podcasts uh just make sure you're locked into buying the uh, and the btsc family of podcasts we are bringing you tons of content and we know each and every one of us love to bring it to you so thank you for being a supporter listening to this show uh, once again my name is michael beck thank you for tuning into the live mic we will catch you guys next week